Have you been the victim of identity theft or experienced fraud on your account? Statistically, it's gonna happen again. But let's talk about what you can to what you can do to prevent fraud on your account in a simple manner. All right, we're keeping it simple about preventing fraud. Here we go. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka, a money confidence coach for female entrepreneurs on the path to six figures. After over 10 years in the personal finance industry and multiple personal financial and medical crises, I was fed up with the lies that are being shouted from the rooftops by the gurus and the media. So now I help you simplify, solidify, and scale your money by blending tactile money strategies with mindset work you can create unstoppable finances. Together, you'll finally figure out the money thing so you can make more money in less time without living off of beans and rice or sacrificing your lifestyle. Episodes here on the podcast are short and sweet. Being married, having four kids at home, homeschooling, being a CEO, running the household. I'm kind of busy and I know you are too. So let's keep it simple and get to the point. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here. All right, we are back talking about fraud, identity theft, and how you can actually prevent it on your account. Again, in a simple manner with confidence. This is not about fear. This is about you moving forward with confidence. Okay, so uh, there are so many different forms of fraud. We have identity theft. There's phishing. They can do card scamming, uh, like so many things. Okay. One out of four people actually experience fraud. And I'm betting that number is significantly higher now in a post-COVID era because I know during that time frame, um, when I was talking with a couple of my banks, they were seeing seeing record record number record numbers. There we go. Record numbers of uh people breaking into other accounts, you know, like stealing passwords all of those things, stealing cards, because there was so much fear going on and they needed to make money, right? So it's really important that we have to be proactive and on top of and mindful about safeguarding your personal and financial information. So how the heck can we do that, right? First thing is with passwords. And I use and I love LastPass because LastPass handles all of this for me, okay? We need to use strong and unique unique passwords for each online account. This is not about like using your dog's name or your anniversary or your kid's birthday or your high school mascot, whatever it might be, okay? You need strong and unique passwords. It is proven time and time again, like they're just getting smarter with hacking your passwords and all of those surveys that you fill out on Facebook and about like your favorite color and those things that start with your name, they're not helping. Like you're giving them all the information that they need, okay? You can create strong passwords easily using a password management software like LastPass. It's gonna keep track of them for you securely and and they create strong passwords. Like it's a win-win and LastPass is free. As a business owner, I do pay for like a portion of mine, but like the personal side is free absolutely free. Like you can use it and like you can use it for your business on the personal side. I pay with the way that I have the team structured. I'm pretty sure is what we pay for, but 
I think we've even changed some of that still. So next time we might not have to pay for it. I don't remember exactly, but it's not like mind boggling. Mine, it's not a high cost for what you're getting and how important this is. Okay. You, they also have something that's fun. This is like the competitive side of me. They have like these security challenges. So they rate like how secure you are with reuse passwords and weak passwords and some of those things. So like, it's a game to see like how, I can keep improving my score. Okay, so if something has multi-factor authentication, please enable it, especially Facebook and Instagram. You've got a business, you're running this for Facebook and Instagram. Like this is an important part of this for you. You need, like need to have two-factor authentication on because so many people have lost their accounts Mm -hmm. because they're hacked and they don't have the two-factor authentication on. Turn it on. Got it? And using it everywhere, like there are so many places that enable it. It's just a higher form of security. You can take care of yourself better when you have the two-factor authentication on, okay? Then with phishing, this is going to be like, um, they normally do this through emails, text messages, sometimes websites where they're trying to grab your information. Uh, One of the most common ones that'll be like, your package has shipped with like a fake tracking number. And the best way to do this, like ideally don't open the emails, but you can see from the sender, like if it's from like a random 25468YW email address, that's not UPS, okay? (laughs) That's a phishing um, attempt. Just delete it. If you did move it or open it, have some sort of like security software in place. I use Norton. I use their VPN, like having those things there that just being aware of what's going on, what you're clicking on, what you're looking at. If you haven't ordered something, then don't click on it. If you're not sure if you ordered something, don't click on it. Okay. Same thing with text messages. I got one the other day that was trying to be Wells Fargo. That was like, here, verify your account. Okay. No, that wasn't Wells Fargo. It was spelled wrong. Like be mindful, read it again. Don't just freak out. Cause that's what they're counting on. They want you to freak out and be like, oh crap, I got to do this now and not like actually take a look at it. Take a breath, read through it again, or look at the headline, make sure that it's legitimate before you open it. Um, This, the phishing information, they're trying to access your personal information. So just a couple other things when it comes to personal information, um, keeping track of, you know, your sensitive information. The thing that I like a lot. Last pass is I can add it in there. Social security numbers, bank account details. If like your name and address on mail, those things need to be shredded or burned, something like that. Um, Be careful with what you're sharing on social media. I share a lot on social media, but I try and keep the personal information like that you can identification information off. Okay. Just be mindful about what you're sharing. Right. Then keeping an eye on your account. This is why we use the daily money minute to help see like, Hey, if, something is going on and that's not a charge that you recognize, like check it out and you're going to check, catch it that much faster. If you're staying in, um, contact with your accounts, whether this is through a daily money minute, weekly check-in, whether this is having somebody do it for you with personal money management or bookkeeper side of things. If you have suspicious transactions, contact your bank immediately. If somebody has stolen your identity, go on to all three of the credit bureaus, freeze your credit so that nobody can run your credit. 
yes, you need to report this to the authorities if your identity has been stolen. Um, You file a report with your local police station, but freeze your credit so they can't do it again. And most of the time, like the police station won't even tell you that. So like, these are the things that you need to be mindful of moving forward. Um, let's see, I think I've got everything here. Just it, really the best thing you can do is being mindful. Okay. What can people do with this information? Asking the questions, like what could happen? What do I need to be mindful of? What do I need to watch out for? Whether it's shredding mail, like where they have your address on there or not posting, all of your favorite things online so they can find your password or just remembering one secure password so you can use LastPass to take care of everything else. Moving forward one step at a time. And if you're thinking about using LastPass, like set it up and then just start using passwords and integrate them as you go. This does not have to be like this massive thing on your to-do list. Import all my passwords into LastPass. That's not sustainable right now because you have too much going on. Start with one, get going, move forward, And if you're inside Money Mastery Academy, there is a whole, there's like a quick checklist for you about keeping your, um, minimizing your risk for identity theft, because that is a whole training inside the Profit Power Up library. So that's what I got for today. We talked about quite a bit. We kept it simple, but we talked about how, like the different types of identity theft a little bit. Um and how you can strengthen your passwords using the two-factor authentication, how to recognize phishing attempts, um, steps to take to secure your personal information, being mindful of monitoring your bank accounts and the transactions. And then if there is fraud, like you need to, of course, contact the authorities and freezing the accounts or freezing your credit. They'll also freeze your account when you contact your bank or credit card company. Uh, let's see. I feel like I missed something here. Monitoring accounts. Oh, yes. With the fraud on your bank account. A lot of times, like if you're somebody like I am, we'll use, we use the Walmart plus. So like we'll place our grocery order. Even if you do the online pickup order, the charges don't necessarily hit your account for a couple days. And you're just like, oh yeah, we went to Walmart and you kind of approve those. The hackers have gotten smarter and they're shopping at places that are more frequent. So try to start being mindful and like actually checking the amounts when they come through because they're using your card at places that you probably will go to like Walmart and the gas station. And then it's no big deal. And you just approve it when actually it's fraud. So not only we're using the daily money minute, like looking at the transactions, but like truly look at them and be mindful of what we're actually spending. Okay. That's what I've got for now. Um, Make sure to stick with us because we've got one, two, three, four, five, six more episodes on our keeping it simple. I just really want these to be to the point action steps that you can take and be mindful of how you can move forward in these different areas. Like they're so important to be able to take care of and they just add piece by piece of extra confidence to you as you go. If you have topic ideas, something that you would love for me to cover, make sure to send me a message on Instagram or reach out to us on the website. Either one, I would love to hear about future things that you want me to cover. That's what I've got for now. We'll see you next time.
Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I've got a special gift for you for sticking around to the end. And if you're tired of your finances being a mess, this is for you. What if you could take charge of your money without feeling overwhelmed, even if you're not a numbers person, even if you just don't know where to begin, even if you don't have the time, even if you failed in the past, and even if you don't want to sacrifice your lifestyle. Take messy action and finally make progress with your finances without feeling overwhelmed, pinching pennies, or staring at a spreadsheet for hours with the 14-day Money Mastery Action Plan. And when you use coupon code PODCAST, I'm going to give you 40% off. Just visit amycircacom forward slash action and grab the 14-day action plan for less than $20. All right, talk soon.